What is up, you guys? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Staying Christian Podcast. I have across this little antique table from me, my good friend and co-host of the podcast, Eli Chamley. I'm here. I'm Gavin Hobbs, your other co-host, and um, we're here today to talk about God, encourage you guys, exhort you guys. Hopefully, we bring some inspiring, um, inspirational, in insightful oh yeah wow you see how many eyes i use those there? are a lot of i words <laughs> i wasn't even trying initially it just turned out anyways yeah uh you can already tell this is going to be a great podcast by, by how my much I've alliteration and yeah. by how much eli's spoken mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep um yeah you're always welcome here no matter where you're from yeah whether you're a christian or not a christian or just i don't know we love you guys yeah welcome to the podcast so I've been thinking a lot this week, um, but I was thinking of a lot about what to bring. <clears throat> oh, my voice crack. <clears throat> <laughs> well, about what to bring to the podcast. Oh, what to bring? Um, because I was thinking more about bringing more of the stuff I'm learning and more of the stuff I'm experiencing rather than just, oh, here's a story from the Bible. Here's what we learned. Here's a Bible study. This is what you should oh, be talking about. Here's yeah. what you know. Yeah. Okay. But instead bringing something that actually is going on with me. Right. Um, and so more recently I've been dealing with the fact that, um, I'm not very good at keeping up my relationships and that's a hard thing to kind of have hit in my face, but it hits my face pretty often. Yeah. Like that time you found me over in the corner crying about, I was like, oh, it doesn't feel like we're friends anymore. And yeah, Yeah, it was a big old breakdown. Yeah. The one time he said we couldn't be friends anymore. Yeah. Yep. There's been a lot. All that. Anyways. So... (laughs) Um, no, but I have had that pretty recently, and it, it, it I ugh, keep breaking my words. I had a big conversation with a bunch of guys, and we were talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. And I might have mentioned this before, either to you, Gavin, or to on the podcast somewhere. But we're talking about how much relationships you have to consistently work on them, right? And especially with a relationship with God, because it is also a relationship. Right. You know, it's not just a set of laws you're going to follow to get his approval, you know? Relationship's not a product. It's something you got to maintain, mm-hmm. you know? It's and more like a plant. Yeah, it's li- likened to a garden in a lot of metaphors where you've got to go trim the branches, you've got to water the plants, you've got to make sure they get sufficient sunlight. And if that isn't like what you have to help a human being do, <laughs> right. I don't know. So I'm kind of mentioning that to not only say... Hey, if you see me having a bad time with my relationships, got me some slack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> got me some slack. <laughs> I'm learning. No, but I also think it's a good thing to learn for everyone. So whether I'm just calling attention to it because I'm learning it or because I think other people should, those are both reasons. Those but are noble reasons, yeah. Uh, so noble. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it was a good point to reiterate that Relationships are not just something that you you set on the shelf and then they're good, you know. So you've got to actually work at them and work with one another, talk and work through things. When you go through problems, it actually strengthens the relationship. Oh yeah, absolutely. At least if both sides are willing to work through it, you know. I mean, yes. if one side isn't willing to work through it. Yeah, don't just cause just problems gonna... for the sake yeah. of trying to build, you know. Right, but if if things naturally happen, conflicts, I feel like those are natural ways of almost going through trauma together to build a 
deeper relationship. They aren't necessarily, they are hurdles, but they're also can be seen as strengtheners to that relationship. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because definitely working through that and learning how to be better at it with my friends and work through my time better and yeah i'd say you're getting there but you're not quite there yeah (laughs) i know a little bit ago gavin was talking about how we're called to be servants and how just hard that is and just sounds like it's hard yeah Mm -hmm. then i realized that i love god there's a joy (laughs) in serving you know what i mean right yeah and like there's a real difference between serving God out of guilt and serving God out of gratitude, which is what I think a lot of people who don't believe think that serving God is like, oh, I'm serving God because uh, uh, maybe he'll like me if I do all these things for him and all of this. But the, the thing is something I even catch myself doing is doing that. It's like right. maybe God will see me as holy for today if I do this thing for him and I serve this person or whatever and I I do kind of do that subconsciously occasionally but which I don't think I mean I don't think that's a terrible thing you know you did something good for that person oh well yeah well there's definitely a healthy shame to that there's a good portion of it that you need but also the very fact that you have gratitude and you're grateful for what Christ has done for you is also so, so much more probably even a better motivator right to be serving and i, I kind of was thinking about it this week and i was like yeah that's my motivation that's what i'm here for you yeah. know christ loved me first so now i'm gonna love you that's actually really good you know yeah, it's, and uh, so gratitude over guilt yeah i mean i was just like hey why am i like oh i guess i'll love people because i'm supposed to because i'm a christian you know? which i mean but, yeah should but but also what else would I do? Because of what he did right. for us. Because of what he did on Calvary. Yeah. Bam. That's really good. I know. This is why I brought it to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, obviously. Well, duh. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so while Eli's saying stuff, oh, I'm going to do things about things I'm learning and not things from the Bible. Well... I'm here to bring stuff from the Bible. You're I didn't welcome. say anything was wrong <laughs> with bringing stuff from I know, the Bible. I, I just wanted to bring back uh. a jab. Um, I was actually reading in Genesis today. I was actually having like the audio book. It's the app I use, the mm-hmm. version Bible. Um, they'll read it to you. And I'm like, oh, this is like an audio book. I'll just let it do it while I work. So um, I was reading Genesis and it was kind of funny. Because I heard the story of um, after they ate the fruit, Adam and Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Here, I'll read it right here. Uh, God comes down to come walk with him mm-hmm. that evening or whatever. And uh, God called to the man, where are you? You know, and he replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just like, like, how do you know you were right, naked? What the heck? Right. And just how like. Adam's like in the bushes just calling out to God like just saying exactly what he's feeling just right. like how um not naive but like yeah kind of like naive and young yeah. and just like saying exactly what he feels I love that and then they go on it says who told you that you were naked the Lord God asked have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat the man replied it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and i ate it you know it was her fault immediately Immediately, the excuse adam doesn't even say yes or no he just says blame goes to the woman you know also 
the woman you gave me. So like, let's so, like, think this about is this. Your this fault, is your fault, actually. <laughs> you won't you won't believe this and then uh it says then the lord god asked the woman what have you done the serpent deceived me she replied that's why i ate it <laughs> she, he, he just told me so yeah. yeah first adam takes it and uh separates the uh blame into two different people god and the woman just not himself right and then um eve takes it and says it was definitely the serpent that's why i hate it because the serpent you know yeah um but anyways i just thought that was so funny that mm -hmm. immediately even back then they were just throwing out excuses right. you know right after they ate this apple or not apple right. this fruit this you know? weren't supposed to do what they were um yeah. they were throwing out these excuses and i don't know it was a good reminder for me being like let's take I'm, i need to take responsibility for my actions this has been around since the very beginning adam i don't want to be like adam and that's right <laughs> but it was also just kind of eye-opening i don't know i found it kind of uh comedic in a way you know yeah. i'm hiding in the bushes because i'm naked <laughs> oh it wasn't me it was the serpent that i mean it was the woman you gave me so right. like you know i don't know i found that comedic and thought okay you know what i need to take responsibility this has been around forever, you know? Right. I don't know. I didn't have much more than that. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to uh, some Amir Christianity today, which is a great book if you haven't listened to it. It's by C.S. Lewis. And he, he was exactly saying that thing, how we all have this sort of thing where we immediately, we have like this uh, idea of what true law is. And so when someone suggests that you're breaking the true law, you have to start making excuses but as soon as you're right in the true law, you can attribute it to yourself. And it was, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It's like, oh, when it's something good about you, you're me like, oh yeah, that was me. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. yeah, I did eat that. But it was, <laughs> it was totally me. I, I, yeah. But then when it was something bad, that's when you start to spread the blame as much as possible. Right. So, I don't know. That, that's all i didn't have like a particular message with it for you guys you just thought it was funny i thought it was funny and i'm like <laughs> this is just a good reminder to take responsibility welcome back to the new music segment i'm here temporarily just by my oh david's back just got back yeah hey man hey what's up uh, looks like we need to buckle up our seat belts we're on the plane um yeah. but we just thought we'd just record right the music segment since there's not a lot of work to be done here we just gotta like do the songs we can just do it quietly too. Do the songs. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, your grandmother sent in a song. Okay, cool. Let's hear um, it. Well, so, we can't play it, but yeah, we can't. I mean, I it'd think be too she's loud on the plane. Over there, yeah, so. the ladies. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, but her song was called "Cages" by We the Kingdom. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're a Christian band by name, but um, the song is about coming out of coming out of my cage um stepping down from the lyrics are i'm coming out of my cages stepping down from my stages i'm sick and tired of faking it what i wouldn't give to be known uh what if i got new armor face my demons what if i knew i couldn't lose this time it sounds really empowering um i listened to it briefly today i didn't get a lot of time um i would have liked to listen to it some more but i'll definitely listen to it later this week um, it sounds really good. It sounded like we played a snippet of it before we started uh, this podcast um, through our headphones, of course, because you don't want to um, really interrupt any yeah. of our passengers here on the plane. Um, but <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm trying to keep it low. Um, yeah, sure. So 
it sounded just like what if this what if that you know like yeah like you said i feel like the word empowering kind of describes this song mm-hmm. really well but yeah um anyways my song mm-hmm. is me my song you guys should listen to mine but not with Eli's. yeah <laughs> well that's all right um it's uh by labyrinth lab lab labyrinth labyrinth that's uh, i don't know why it's hard for me to wrap my tongue around it's a it's a it's a maze labyrinth labyrinth, yeah. labyrinth. interesting <laughs> anyways it's called something's got to give and it was just kind of like a fun song for me but i almost it kind of had some faith stuff in it i thought um some of the lyrics were uh um never chose love it chose me but i'm still here making stones bleed so i'll go on swimming upstream till i come tumbling down it says oh when the working don't pay oh when you're living on faith something's got to give mm-hmm. something's got to give hmm. you know and like i kind of interpreted that as you know you got to give up yourself a little bit you know yeah. what's going to give you or are you going to give up god which first yeah you know um, not first that sounds like it's like one thing it's over but um right. i don't know um yeah it's just like hey i've been caught in the red needing the breath of life but i came back from the dead diamond like golden like hmm. i don't know sound yeah sort of faith-based that's what it sounded like to me so yeah. i don't know that's how i interpreted it i liked huh. it um and it's very upbeat it's like i could totally do a hip-hop dance to it and probably get down on the floor and have a good break dance to it yeah so yeah i've been listening to not a lot of secular music this week i was really not even feeling that much of it i was like doing a lot of praise songs Hmm. really so Hmm. i started to write one but it's not a big deal (laughs) not a a prodigy it's not like um, i just like writing songs anyway you're on a plane but yeah here i am anyway miss mercy thank you for sending in your song yep um you guys can send in songs too if you want you can send them at staynchristian at gmail.com or you can dm us at staynchristian on instagram um, I'll put these two songs in our new music playlist that we have on Spotify. We'll have a link down in the description. Let us know what you guys think, if you have any suggestions for this new music segment. Yeah, if you do, be sure to let us know what you think of it, you know? Yeah, let us know. Give us something, why you liked it, and uh, you can email us or you can DM us, and um, we'll be here. We'll add it to the new music segment, unless it's a terrible song, in which case we'll totally ignore you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> So I read the second book of C.S. Lewis's space trilogy called Paralandra, which is the name for Venus. Um, the name? Like what kind of name? Like the it, scientific? it's like a different or name the... for Venus. Okay. It's just, it's a fictional name. Oh, okay. But, dude, I, don't, I almost don't know where to start. Kind of like I didn't know where to start with that of the silent planet. Hmm. Because I'll just recommend the books. But, like, if you aren't going to read them, I can spoil them for sure. But <laughs> but it was kind of crazy how much stuff it dealt with. And I wrote down some a short paragraph about it, kind of like a review you'd see on the back of the book. And this is what I, was, I said. I said, C.S. Lewis magically captures the purity of innocence and the true horror of real evil with a story that seems like it must be real due to the biblical parallels and it truly gripped me. It it was something else, dude. Like, the first one was really good. I was like, oh, wow, this is an interesting way to think about the universe, way to think about other planets. And since it was written in 40, maybe 38, I think, 1938, mm-hmm. 
it was earlier back before people did a lot of sci-fi and there was a lot of um scientific evidence on other planets and all this so he was kind of free to just be like here's what i imagine is going on on mars right here's what i imagine god created on venus yeah and his imagination it blows me away because it's stuff i would have never thought of hmm. um like for example on venus he has the, th the thing where most of the planet's surface is covered in water and the islands float so like when the seas get stormy the w islands literally climb the look, waves and look stuff. like waves so when you're standing there one moment everything will seem uphill hmm. and everything behind you is downhill and then you're looking down at everything the next moment huh. because you're up riding a big wave interesting and so oh a wave of land so the whole yeah land will the wave. whole land is interesting put onto it's like uh plant fibers and huh. everything grows out of these plant fibers it's like really strange hmm. but kind of the main thing is the premise is like the guy goes there and the this planet is just beginning so there's a mother and a father of the world kind of like adam and eve and the eve gets tested she's she's not called eve they just call her lady or whatever mm -hmm. and she gets tested by a demon and he's there and it's truly terrifying tested by him yeah like like what uh trying to be deceived because hmm. and what's funny is well, like i said the purity of innocence she's like oh i didn't know that that's really interesting <laughs> and then she talks right. to, she's like oh okay so god created this thing and whatever they don't say god they say malaldil i think hmm. um but like the way it is is like each world has a governing oyasa i think i mentioned this to you before yeah sounds familiar. and um then god's over them and they've been given the planet to govern or whatever. Right. And it's really cool because they're like, you can tell they're supposed to be archangels. Yeah. Or something. But the way they're described is just so alien and different, but they're so familiar because right. of the biblical references hmm. that they're just like these lights that you see out of the corner of your eye. And when you try to focus on them, you can't really see them, but they're like these lights hmm. that, that they're like, you feel like their presence and stuff. Anyway, it's a magical book but also it was really terrifying because satan possesses this guy hmm. this other guy and then tries to tempt the eve into disobeying god and she nearly gets there it's like i was literally on the edge of my seat listening to it hmm. interesting usually I, i've tried to read something and i've always been like how can you read a book and feel like it's a horror movie right because I'd, i've never really felt the urge to do something like that right but it it felt not only was it the true kind of real evil that I know exists, which was part of the terrifyingness of it, but it was also just, I don't know. I'd never really read a horror in a book before, but there was, a, it was also so well contrasted with the splendor and purity of God's creation and stuff. And like the idea of it on a new planet, it was just, it was an awesome magical book. So I was thinking about discipline in a different way today because uh, I do think about it pretty often, but I was listening to Frank Hansen's podcast. Ooh. <laughs> um, but he, it's funny, it was the spin the prize wheel thing he did. Yeah, yeah. He had this quote about, it was almost the exactly same quote of um, oh, motivation is fleeting. I just listened to this today yeah? and I thought the same exact he said, thing. It, it was a quote by, by this woman. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was essentially the same. 
uh, motivation is fleeting, discipline is reliable. There was something kind of like uh, inspiration is fleeting, like endurance is more reliable, yeah. essentially, is what it said. Yeah, but that's basically same thing, like motivation and all that. And I was thinking about that thing and and denying oneself and worship uh, to Christ, you know? Because, like, you, you sort of, I don't know, you kind of tell yourself no on certain things. You deny yourself certain things to not be controlled by instinct or whatever. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, you're essentially following Christ's commandment to lay down yourself. And that's kind of a worship thing. And it has, doesn't have to be a guilt thing like we were talking earlier. Right. It can be like, a, I'm disciplining myself. I'm fasting right, on purpose in worship. Yeah. You know, or to pray for something. You know, yeah. and I think a lot of times I will get that wrong and be like, oh, he feels guilty. So he's trying to make himself feel more holy by doing X, Y, and Z. Right. And while I think that can be a motivator, it shouldn't be a motivator. I think uh, a lot of the times people fast or people are um, aligning their body, mind, and spirit to one cause instead right. of solely dictating their actions by uh, by one single bodily function i think that's a good thing to do yeah yeah and um yeah i don't know i just thought i'd bring that up because i gotta focus on that a lot of the time i'm like ooh, you know what'll be good right now that soda you know i don't need that (laughs) and i know it'll make me crash later if it's got caffeine in it yeah but i'm gonna do it anyway because i'm dumb Mm -hmm. and i need to i need to keep an eye on stuff like that Mm mm-hmm because it does have repercussions and it can help me not focus on things I need to focus on. Even other stuff, like uh, what I'm listening to and yeah, what I'm thinking about. I really like that aligning your body, mind, yeah. and spirit into one direction. That's a really good way of putting it. Right. Because yeah. um, when you intentionally make those decisions, you are aligning yourself. So. That is all for this episode of the Stank Christian Podcast. I was your co-host, Gavin Hobbs. And I was like the main host. I talked so long, dude. <laughs> you did, but that's because I actually didn't have much for this episode. Yeah, but I was but, like, here's this book I read. Oh my gosh, you gotta read it. <laughs> and I only right, say that. Right, but it that... made me want to read it, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I just Whether felt like Whether or not like I'll actually read it, that's another question altogether, but <laughs> it made me want to. Yeah. I, I, I think I only talked too... Here I go again. I only talked too long <laughs> because I feel like Lewis has actually helped strengthen my faith, faith a little bit. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, this has helped me a lot. Yeah. So, and I don't know if that's the same for other people, but I hope it is. So that's why I encourage it. Yeah. Well, that's worth talking about. Anyways, you can follow us uh, at Stain Christian on Instagram. You can email us. StainChristian at gmail.com. You can leave us a review um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I believe. Someone recently let us left us a really nice review. Aww. And was like, podcast genius. And I was like, what? Not really, though, but okay. So thank you very much for that, whoever did that. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. This is the Thank Christian Podcast. See you later. Stay real out there. Stay Christian. The alternative was Turkish Airlines. (laughs) They had weird accents on the plane. Hello and welcome to (laughs) Turkey. I was like, oh my gosh, people actually talk like this. (laughs) It's not just Gavin and Jerry. I was actually thinking...
Nice little hoe down here. Oh, yeah. It's our Monday tradition. 